0: What about the other way around? Like for all the animators that are listening to the stream right now and, and like kind of having their eyes widened to this this whole concept of there being someone who programs who is essentially enabling their work and making sure that it can look as good as possible in the game. What kind of like what would be the core minimal skill set that? You, oh, I'm hearing that echo again. I don't know why. What would be the what would be the uh, the, the the minimal sort of core skill set that you would expect on a technical level for animators in the video game industry today in today's day and age? Honestly, I don't, I don't think there's much difference in
1: terms of like technical skill between let's say a film and a game animator. Hmm. Where it comes in is understanding the application of where that animation is going to be used. I think that's the fundamental difference. I don't think on a technical and artistic level there's too much difference. The only, the only understanding that needs to be there is this animation in a film just needs to work within my scene in, in the DCC but this animation in the game needs to work within an arbitrary dynamically changing environment. Mm-hmm. So that distinction is key. It's like um, one common struggle that I see a lot of film animators coming in when they try to do the transition is that they don't understand that, you know, we can't have these um settled. I don't know what the, you know, I'm going to use certain animation terminology, which I think <laughs> everybody has different ones. I remember talking to a and I'm director in, in the US and I said a settle and they were like, what, what do you mean by settle? You know, like, mm-hmm. um, mm. you know, basically they'll do an animation with a large follow through of secondary motion or sort of like subtle kind of, you know, relaxation mm-hmm. setting down. And in games, it's like, no, we can't afford that. You can't have mm-hmm. like a three second long stop animation or like a six meter long stop. I, I know it's physically correct. If you're sprinting to stop in like X amount of time and then you have like um velocity degradation, weight transfer, all that kind of stuff. But it's a it's a game. We can't have you let go of the stick and have the character run off the cliff.
0: Right? <laughs> well, we uh, could. It just might not be very fun. Huh? We could, <laughs> it just might not be very fun.
1: You could <laughs> and generally then you'll have an angry Bobby at your desk going, like, what the fuck is this?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a really <laughs> good way to be. Even
1: make- worse, you'll have somebody that doesn't understand what's going on, yeah. Yelling in a room saying, What the fuck? The controls yeah. are shit, you broke Yeah, one.
0: exactly. It, yeah. it's it, it's a really good way to make good friends with the design department that's for sure sorry <laughs> <laughs> friends yes <laughs> sure uh,
1: that's fundamentally i think in terms of workflows and stuff um it's fundamentally i guess the same for a regular animator they get given a control rig and they animate using the control rig the only skill, well the only difference being in games a lot of the time they will have to animate the root mm-hmm. whether it's a separate um locator or null in the scene or whether it's part of the actual character skeleton, there's this additional concept of a root bone or a ground bone or a position mm-hmm. bone or whatever you want to call it, which essentially is the position of the capsule in the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's one thing that a gameplay animator will need to do, whereas um, it's not a concept that exists in films or even in it's cinematics. Um, and that can be challenging because a lot of programmers cannot explain what that thing is properly. They can't speak animator ease. Yeah, so yeah. they can't explain to them like what is this thing, and that's always been hard. Where it's like, okay, I, I have to. I often go make friends with the tech art, tech anim team, and say like, hey, um, in the control rig, put a preview of a capsule where that bone is, so that they can see a capsule in their scene. And <laughs> so when they animate it, they understand the relation of the capsule and the character. And then for them, it becomes a much easier um, yeah. concept to understand because they're like, oh, okay, the capsule is where the game thinks the character is, and then the mesh is where the mesh will be, but it's not where the game thinks the character is. And then you can have presets for saying, okay, if we crouch, the capsule's this high. If we're this, you you would set some presets so that when they animate, they can position the capsule correctly. And and that's a big pain point where um, a lot of animators are not taught this. They're not aware of this thing. And so we end up, the the classic example is the crouched pose. Mm. Where if you crouch next to a wall, your head's halfway in the wall, right? Because totally. your capsule is here, but then yeah. your your head is sticking out the side yeah, of the you're capsule. Yeah, leaning
0: forward too much, and
1: and so it's animated because you know the root is projected between the hips or whatever onto mm. the ground. But in that situation, that that capsule needs to have been projected forward so that the head doesn't stick through. Yeah, because again, the ass sticking through the back is less noticeable than having half your character's head stuck through a wall or popping up the side of a staircase or something. then um, it's those kind of things that have to be sort of explained taught, position capsule. Hanging animations are another big one where it's like, well, the character's hanging, where is this capsule in relation to their actual body? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the transition out, then that capsule has to follow a, a very clear path. And if it's just a bone in the scene, yeah. It's very hard to explain that. Whereas if you draw a capsule and you have your, you know, you have your ledge and the characters <laughs> hanging and then they go up, you can basically see if the capsule goes through the wall and out here, you're like hmm. that's probably what you want is that motion yeah. on the capsule. You don't want through the wall and then up. And so- once they have the visualization, it, it becomes a much simpler concept to, to explain. But a lot of places don't do that. <laughs> and so they just expect animators to animate the, the route correctly. And then get angry when there's like um, sliding between transitions or mm-hmm. collisions with roots going through walls and shit like that.